Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. The following podcast may contain discussions supported by science that may be considered dangerous to some listeners and conspiracy theorists. Discretion is advised. The Three Down Greencast is brought to you by Lucky Bastard Distillers, Saskatchewan's premier distillery, and by the Pilot Bowens Brewing Company, brewed in the heart of Regina. Welcome to the Three Down Greencast. You are listening to the internet's only What is happening? Podcast. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm Joel Gasson with John Fraser, as usual. Uh, we, of course, got plenty to talk about after oh, a, boy. a very uneventful weekend in the CFL. Oh, a terrible like, weekend. Nothing happened this weekend, right? Like, nah. yeah, I, I only saw the Edmonton Hamilton game, right? Like, nothing happened after that. <laughs> I, only fell asleep during the, <laughs> I, I only fell asleep during the Toronto game. But that had nothing to do with the action on the field. Oh, oh. Um, we're coming in hot. Yeah. So of course, um, the big news, of course, in Saskatchewan with the riders, um, the horrific and unfortunate injury to oh. Trevor Harris, which we will discuss. Uh, we'll talk about how things may or may not go with Mason fine going forward. And, uh, just again, you sort of general big picture state of the team kind of stuff. But, uh, as our four, five, whatever listeners are up to now, um, <laughs> no, we generally like to talk about something dumb and unrelated to football off the top of this show. Which is kind of why I feel like we've got such a loyal audience of five listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the football world giveth. And <laughs> oh, we are able ever. to combine the dumb with football. And it's really why I think, at least me, I'm, I'm sure John too has come to appreciate it over the years. This yes. is really why I love the sport of football. Yes. We, you know, like, yeah, dumb, crazy stuff happens in a lot of sports. But I don't think any of it really comes close to what football can produce. 
And what we saw in three of the four games this weekend in the CFL, maybe even just two of the four, because the Toronto-Montreal game was just a very solid, great football game from start to finish. Yeah, that was nothing. That was nothing like... I mean, other than that one catch by, by Coxey in the end zone, nothing was like as just absurd as what we saw on Saturday afternoon when the crumbback oh. happened, as they're calling it now. Oh, no. Are people calling it that? There's a thing. Ottawa has a shirt. They've made a shirt with Dustin Crumb running down the field. It's like oh a white shirt and is like a graphic of him running. It's like a cartoon and kind of think looking thing. Well, and and they've called it, it the, they've called it the crumb back. Yeah. Let's let's face it. Our our five listeners are also here for my misery and pain from that. Game. Yes. And I mean, no one should feel sorry for you because the Bombers have made 100 straight gray cups and have won 12 of them. So. <laughs> well, it's okay. So that's the thing. <laughs> okay. Story time. Um. So I'm at work while this is all going down. Yeah. And. I'm standing, it was a pretty slow Saturday at ends, and so I'm standing betwixt a couple of my co-workers. And at one point, Ottawa kicks a shortish field goal, and I'm like, nah, should have went for it. They absolutely needed it there. They need the touchdown there. That's it. Winnipeg's got this in the bag, right? So I'm feeling all confident and stuff, and then we got a wave of customers. But because nobody finalized the deal, I was able to just sit in my office and keep watching this game. So I say to one of our salespeople as he comes to bring me a car deal, I said, before you say any, before you step in here, don't say a fucking word about the game. And he looks at me like shocked. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear any of your smart ass comments. Let's just tell me about your customer and let's go. And he goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, Ottawa came back. He's like, no, they didn't. I'm like, no, they did. And I had to go through it. I had to relive it for my coworker with both pain and anger in my eyes and my voice. <sighs> but then like. And I think I said this on social media, or if mm-hmm. I, I may have just said this privately, but the lifelong bomber fan in me, yeah, watching a loss like that <laughs> sucks. Oh my god. But the fan of embrace the dumb chaotic football in me was like, all right. That was entertaining as hell. That was a fantastic, entertaining comeback. Kudos to the Ottawa. And it wasn't. I mean, obviously, Winnipeg had the bad pick, the bad fumble. Like, it was just like everything that needed to happen happened. Our friend of the program, Derek Taylor, even tweeted out that uh, he was using the NFL model for that, like, win projection thing. Mm. And Winnipeg, at one point, was a 99.9% favorite to win that game before Ottawa comes back. And, like, just pure Uh, chaotic fact. Yeah, I'm sure the win predict model doesn't translate completely to the CFL. But I'm sure, like, yeah, they still would have been very heavily majority favored <laughs> to well, well, win late even, in that game. Even in the last drive. Like, so yeah. Crum literally crosses the goal line with no time left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Well, they should have, like, that was a bit of a screw-up because he should have had time for another play. But he kind of got caught scrambling around and left himself no choice. He did. And then and then his awareness to realize, I have one option here. And to go for it. And to go well, for and... it a second week in a row. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, excellent booking on the writer's half there where they're basically, they teased the run last week where he didn't quite get in this week. He does. Oh, and then just what, what really gets me in the overtime run TSN showed the end zone angle on one of the replays. Yes. And after this guy just gassed you for, I believe like a 12 yard touchdown run. Yes. They pretty much left the middle of the field wide open on before the snap and i was like uh (laughs) but winnipeg winnipeg has been doing that for years go back to the carrie joseph uh was at labor day like it's just like like but i mean if the guy literally just gassed you for a touchdown on the ground maybe i'm gonna try to make him throw (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, hot hot take. Richie Hall's not a great defensive coordinator. He's just had great talent there. So I've I've anyway. You can on threedownnation.com. You can find a breakdown from uh, the website's resident smart guy Ben Grant, who wrote. He basically went through those two plays and how everything in his eyes sort of broke down in terms of the assignments and the scheme and whatnot. Oh, so man. if you're into that, you can go read that. It's all a little above my head a little bit, but it was still a bit of a fascinating read. But if you're into my pain, then here you are, mm-hmm. here we are. Um, but it did it did remind me of one of the rules of being – and this is an old Bill Simmons article before um, – he, he when he was still focusing on sports as as as, as a, compared to pop culture, and Bill Simmons once wrote the rules of being a sports fan, and one of those rules was the five year grace period. Mm-hmm. That being after your team has won a championship, no matter how painful a loss, no matter how bad it is, you can't be that mad for five years after they've won. Yeah. I'd say in the CFL, just because there's only nine teams, I would cut that down to a three year grace period. But you even alluded to it. I, I like pre Grey Cup. I might like I might have jumped off the top of the building. Oh, we would be having far more fun with this. Oh my god! Post, <laughs> post like back to back to back Grey Cup appearances. This is like yeah. When you've won two of the last three Grey Cups and have appeared in all of them, it's it's pretty hard to be that mad. Yeah, yeah. This especially a fan of chaotic football, you can go. You know what? That was that was well done. That was your typical. And it proves again with football, it is the alt, it's the impossible sport that the second you put it in cruise control, and that's what happened to Winnipeg. You can mm-hmm. see they just kind of took the intensity off up nineteen to nothing. It's impossible to get it back. That that was exactly it. And and I would dare say, I think Ottawa's got a quarterback. They've got a guy who can do a little bit of damage. I don't know if, if what if he's an answer, but there's a little something there. And ultimately, I know we're all real thrilled for Bobby Dice, Kahari oh, Jones, and uh, Baron Miles as well for getting them back to 2-2 two and two on the season as there is now a glut of teams in the CFL, I believe six of them with either three or two wins. Yes, so. <laughs> it, it's, and it's just like compacted all together and actually the East has a better record than the West right now. Uh, there are three teams at four wins, one team at three wins, and four teams at two wins. Like, this is just, this is bananas land, and and I am here for it. And that's not even getting to, like, the other craziness. Like, that was, yeah, it was just... Generally speaking, that would be enough. Generally um, speaking. But let's not forget that, that uh, uh, Dusty's call. Dusty's call of Edmonton Hamilton? Like... What is happening? What is happening? Like, Dustin Nielsen has gone out and... As you talked about in, in your article, talking about the announcers this weekend, it was great to hear Rod Smith back. They yep. they alluded to at one point, Dwayne Ford said, I, I'm glad you're feeling better, partner. So I wonder if he was out with some sort of illness or injury or something. But yeah, it was great having Rod Smith back. But like, Dustin Nielsen's their number one guy. Like, it's, it's, it's light years. And that's no offense to Rod that... It's like Dusty is by far the number one guy. Rod's the number two. And I, I we're going to keep the positive vibes going on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, and what? So Thursday night, of course, we got, I guess, that should have been seen as a teaser for what was to come on the weekend, right. which was Taylor Cornelius with the old um, college throwaway, <laughs> as we like to call it, I guess. Because uh, you, you see that a lot, especially with some bad quarterbacks in college who, you know, they're 20 year old kids who do something dumb and try to throw it away instead of just taking the sack and end up throwing a pick. Um, so that's what happened to them, of course. But uh, Taylor Cornelius had the added, the added wrinkle of I believe he tossed the ball and he 
transferred the ball to his other hand before trying to throw it away. Yeah, yeah, he, th- so, he threw it like, left-handed. If he's anything like me, I can't do anything with my left hand, so I can only imagine how bad that throw attempt would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, even even I've got a little. I, I'm I'm pretty good with my with my opposite hand. Um, but yeah, that would be just, just, just atrocious. And, and then there was that little bit of an ending between the riders and the stamps. Yeah, oh yeah. that was good. But, <laughs> but, but again, go back to dusty. I love the, the moment of what he says. Does he say, what are you doing? Yeah. I think he says that twice. Yeah. Yeah. But like, because dusty's an Edmonton guy, there's almost this little bit of like, I've been covering this team forever. I'm genuinely disgusted by what I see in his voice on that. It's like it's like when you see your kid and he's got like crayon all over the wall or or, or there's poop everywhere or something. You go, what are you doing? Like it's Dusty very much had that uh, just just outstanding and then great nap during the Toronto Montreal game. Yeah, and then of course uh, the end of the Rider Stamps oh, game, yeah. the uh, that one, the interception that shouldn't have been because every DB is told in that scenario, especially on third down, just knock the ball down. Yes, and um. There's it was it was a moment that is it is hard to wrap your head around and kudos to the Stampeders and their mental ability to come back from that and kick the game winning field goal, which again uh, Dusty nailed the call on that one as well. But the the field the like the touchdown, it was a it was one of those moments where it's it's un, it's unfortunate a way that the Stampeders came back and won. Yes, um, just because of the moment that it was in the stadium and how sort of organically loud it got in there. Oh. And not in a way that it's oh okay the riders are hosting the West Final we the, the fans need to be jacked up this was a uh, it was kind of a decent crowd all night people were sort of into it as they normally would against Calgary but that moment just everyone exploded like even the press box we were all just like holy shit what just happened <laughs> right like it was just it was one of those moments that it's unfortunate that it wasn't the ending moment. And that's that's on the defense. I know Tevin Jones is saying after the game and Craig Dickens and then maybe he should have slid. No, don't no, don't no, ever no, do that. No, take when no. you need a touchdown, take it. Yes. Um But yeah, it was just it was a madhouse and it was it was just a bananas weekend in the CFL that we we just need we don't well, I mean, we will appreciate that every single week, but if we can get some degree of that every single week that's what this league needs, and that's what this league has been missing for a number of years. And and I'm glad to see that even in a Bananas Land weekend like this, glad to see the Sickos committee putting the word out there better than the league itself. Yes, I mean, that was that was a Sickos weekend, if there ever was. Oh, a million percent that was a Sickos weekend. <laughs> Every game, the left-handed toss, the... the like again, the only one that wasn't a Sickos game was Toronto Montreal. That's that was just because like it was a well played football game. <laughs> that was just a heavyweight bounce. Like that was just two teams going punch for punch with well executed, good football and and good seeing Cody Fajardo stand in there. And it looks like Kelly's the real deal. Like that was just a good game. But oh yeah, like what a Sickos weekend. Yes, ha ha ha. Yes. Um. Unfortunately, not all good news, of course, over the weekend as the Riders lost Trevor Harris for an undetermined amount of time. I would imagine the rest of the year, but I suppose stranger things have happened. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, We'll talk about Mason Fine and a little bit more as well. But as usual, John, uh, before we get into all that, for the the pile of bones, Burton Company, what's in the glass this week? Uh, I have exactly maybe two shots left of Hascap Gin now. I'm surprised it made it. Um, it, the only reason it has still made it is because I do feel an obligation to actually shoot a video of actually mixing this drink. Mm-hmm. 
that's still the reason that there's any left in the bottle. It again, it is so good. Just that little dash of citrus, a little bit of ice, a little bit of water or soda. Uh, I think this is the first time in the however many years we've been doing this, I've had the same drink back to back. And uh, yeah, no, go go get. I've actually I've, I've got a request from my sister, uh, who is not one of our five listeners. Neither of my sisters are uh, to bring back a bottle to Northern Ontario in exchange for uh, hot sauce out of Thunder Bay. So I think I'll be doing that. So I might have to grab another bottle for myself while I'm there too, I think, just so I can shoot this damn video because I don't know if this gin is going to last the night. <laughs> and I mean, the, the video looks better with like a fuller bottle rather than like, is there any left? Is there anything in that bottle still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that. I, even I thought the point, I'm like, and I hope Bryce is listening to this because I feel like Bryce would get a kick out of this. Um, I almost thought about just shooting it with like an empty bottle. Be like, hey, I drank it all because it's so damn good, but this is what I drank it with. And uh, we had one one question from my friend Jim in Victoria oh. asking if the mix is the same with uh, five shots. Uh, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> It's it's even better. You take those five shots, uh, barely any water, just a splash of lemon, let it melt over ice, and holy crap, does a hard day in the car business go away in a hurry on that. So, uh, Hascap Gin, if you can find it, oh my god, put it in your face hole. Uh, for me, uh, I have the new brewery that's basically a part of Stumbletown Distilling. Uh, they are, of course, City Limits. They're, I guess they're up there in Saskatoon. I've got their yes. Drifter IPA. Uh, it's a West Coast IPA. Maybe not quite as dank as I would have expecting from a, a nice West Coast, but uh, still a little hoppy. But uh, pretty good opening beer for them for my first uh, my first taste of what I've had from them so far. Well, that's what that's what you're that's what you're looking for. I haven't had a chance to try it out yet, but uh, I'm glad you beat me to it, even mm-hmm. though you live in Regina. Yeah, uh, we got everything in a couple weeks ago, I believe. They have like a they have like a raspberry lime sour. They have a couple of IPAs. And they have like a just basically a light lager style, oh. and they have like a salted lime session coming soon so oh yeah a few different that, uh, a few options lime. coming out and they're in like the four pack short cans like nicomis so right uh, so not, so, not too big of a commitment really right so you don't get the big bang on the wallet to to, to just give it a try mm-hmm. um <laughs> there's no real transition out of that one into this um, i thought you were going to say the bang on on trevor harris no knee. i no. you thought about it no i was i was thinking more like oh i guess trevor harris won't be taking a bang on his wallet because he's Still going to get paid on the long-term injury list. Ah, uh, um, that's fair. That's, yeah, that's also that a good like, one. It's a little rough. But there's, you're right. There's no yeah. good way to get... There's no good fun. Like, we've had our fun with the chaos. Mm. Now, we got to get into the heavy shit that, uh, that sucks. Yeah, so, <laughs> of course, everyone knows by now, uh, Trevor Harris essentially broken leg. Um, he's going to be out for an undetermined amount of time. The team isn't ruling him out for the rest of the year. The only chance, I guess the only reason there is a chance is because, as weird as it is to say aloud, thankfully it was a break and not some kind of sprain or tear yes. or whatever. Um, medically speaking, breaks, you know, a straight up broken bone heals a lot easier than some of that other stuff that happens. So there is a chance. I personally am not holding my breath that we'll see Trevor Harris again this year. But hey, I guess stranger things have happened. Uh, if you don't need to go look up the play, it was unfortunate. It was gross. I remember. Um, some people asked right away cause they weren't quite watching. Like, was it dirty? I was like, nah, guy just kind of rolled up on him in an unfortunate scenario yeah. and situation. And you know, that's, that's just football. And it sucks that this has been the CFL since 2019. It feels like, um, where a good chunk to a majority of the starting quarterbacks and even some of the backups are getting dinged up every year. And there's just, yeah. 
I don't know what the answer is, quite frankly. Well, and 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 like you said, like it, it just it just sucks. Like yeah. there's no other way to describe it. Neither of us are fans of this team, but to see, especially in a game where it felt like Mosaic was back, mm. right? Like it felt like for the first time, I think post pandemic. I mean, home opener was loud, but again, Winnipeg kind of did Winnipeg things in that game, so there wasn't a ton of moments to yeah. really embrace. But like. Watching it on TV and watching it on the replay and, and watching Dusty's call and just hearing that electricity and just seems like everybody was into it and people were talking about it. Like, it just seemed like, okay, Mosaic is so effing back. Like, that, it was like, okay, this is where you want to watch football again. This is, you know, the crowd's here. It's going to be Bananas Land. You have to be there. And then for Trevor Harris to go out in that game, like... Oh, the the the, the air was sucked right out of the building. Oh, I... I Everywhere, I could... like, both benches, everything was silence. And it was one of those that you knew. Like you like, knew, like, you knew instantly. Like I saw some reactions on the sideline. Like the second the play happened, you just see guys yeah. like hunched over. Yeah, I, I had, I mm. actually, I had the pleasure and the honor of uh, doing public address at the Rattlers game that night. So, mm. I it wasn't until I had my, my I had my focus because quick aside, basketball PA is like nothing else I've ever done in my life. That is so much organized chaos. Like you got stack guys and voices, and you're trying to yeah. coordinate. Like it's just it's it's you're going the whole time. I didn't have time to check my phone, and then all of a sudden at the end of the game, I, I hear, oh, yeah, you know, the Riders lost on a game-winning field goal, and Trevor Harris is out for the year. I'm like, what? Like, that escalated quickly, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I watched it on replay, and, yeah, you can even tell, like, everybody just, you knew, yeah. and you were hoping for the best, and like you said, it's weird to say that a break is the best, but I think a break, I was having these conversations at work uh, this week. That I think a break definitely means his career is not over. No, I mean unless he wants it to be, which is a, right. It's the whole other question, but right. And 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 at thirty some thirty seven years old, like he is, that's completely his decision and his yeah. right to say, "Wow, I just had a serious injury. I need to, I need to step back." But I I, I think you're right. A break after looking at that, like I thought for sure. Oh, like, I thought for sure we're talking like all the ligaments just gone. Well, that's it. And if right. all the ligaments yeah. are gone and a 37-year-old quarterback, you know he's done, right? So the fact we're even talking about him him coming back is is impressive. And I think that has a lot to do with how well Trevor Harris has kept himself. Now, all that being said, I thought that was Mason Fine's best stretch of football he's, he's played in green and white. I mean, he looked better in the preseason, but in terms of regular season, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, I yeah. haven't been at preseason games, right? Like, I've had, yeah. I've only been able, and God knows I won't listen to the home team radio feed. So, uh, the only time I've had to see Mason Fine has been in those couple of starts where he kind of looked like Cody Jr., but, mm-hmm. but in this game, it looked like he was already learning a little bit from Trevor Harris, something we've talked about a lot about the ability to read, make a quick decision, step up in the pocket, move around in the pocket without, like, bailing out. Um, and obviously, kids got arm strength. Mm-hmm. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, so I I mean, that's sort of... There's one other little aside I think that's important to note, too. From the Trevor Harris injury before we get into Mason Fine. Like, I legitimately thought after Trevor Harris got hurt, the way he did and the way the building was after that, that the Riders were going to pack it in. And I wouldn't have blamed yes. them had they did. And especially after, I mean, normally we'd be talking about this a lot more. Craig Dickinson sends Brett Lowther out there for sort of a questionable 54-yard field goal attempt. Yeah. That if they make it great, but it came up short, it gets returned all the way to like the 20-yard line or something. And then Calgary scores a touchdown. At that point, for sure, I thought, oh, this game's over. Right, right. Yeah, Calgary's going to go and just roll over the Riders for the rest of the game. Yeah, I thought that was just that. But to their credit, and this speaks a lot about the state of this team right now, they're not the best team in the league. They're not the most talented team in the league. They're not the best coach team in the league. But you cannot question their heart and determination because they damn near won that football game. Despite all of that, and at a point where... I would say 90% of teams would have rolled over and said, nah, we'll, we'll live to fight again another week. Well, I mean, you and I watch all the football. Like, that's probably the best way to describe it. And yeah. any time you see that in a game, you see a quarterback go down with a major injury like that, might as well just pack it, just pack your shit and go home. Right? Like, I even remember, and I'll remember it because, and I won't discuss my fantasy team, but because <laughs> of fantasy football, Kyler Murray's knee blowing up last, last year on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Like, Arizona might as well just have gotten in the vans and gone home. And you've seen then Winnipeg when Buck Pierce went down in the one Labor Day game. Like, you pack your shit, go home, right? Um, to see the team be that resilient and come out and put something together. And I, mm-hmm. I know to get there, they needed a miracle play. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that they had the, the ball 
with like a two minutes left or whatever it was in a one possession game at that moment was impressive. Yes. Yes. Well, after- take away the fluke touchdown, which is the moment everyone will remember, obviously. But they, they had to do things to get there, and they did that to get there to give themselves that chance. Yes. Led by Mason Fine. Like, it was just... It was it was great to see, and and here we are questioning, you know, maybe the rider D more than the rider O yes. at the end of that one, and 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 some of the decisions like going into the soft zone, like the prevent, like uh, okay, but yeah, I, I I thought that the Mason Fine led offense looked fine. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I mean I, and again it'll it'll be different this week because we've seen plenty of quarterbacks come off the bench and look fine to great. Yes. And it's always a different scenario when you're starting. Yes. And they're playing the BC Lions this week, and no offense to them, but not the Calgary Stampeders. Yes. And um, I would say the Riders and Stamps, given the way their two games have gone, are pretty even teams. Yes. Uh, BC is better than both of them. And this will be a real test for everyone involved in this scenario. This is a test for the entire team now. and Not that it wasn't before, but... This is not only a test for Mason Fine, but it's a test for Kelly Jeffrey. It's a test for Craig Dickinson. It's a test for an offensive line that's hopefully getting a little bit of help this week, it sounds like, but not a ton yet. And that's that is still remains a major concern because, like, basically everyone's injured. And so how is it going to go is the question. And that is, the, you know, sort of the big question facing this team heading into the next number of weeks with apparently Mason Fine, a quarterback. That seems to be the decision they've made. And that's fine. Um... And I, 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 I'll just say it. I'm not a firm believer in Mason Fine as a starting quarterback in this league, but I'm willing no. to be proven wrong. And I think the important thing for him this time around, because it's, it's, it's easy to base it off of this. Maybe I'm guilty of this myself. It's easy to base this off of base what happened at the end of last season. Yes. Um, but last season was a completely different scenario than what he's finding himself in now. Last season, the rails were already off. There was no redeeming that team. It was a mess. It was a disaster. You know, Darian yeah. Durant in his prime could have could have come out of retirement and not save that team. No. Instead, this year Mason Fine is now being forced back into starting his spot. Uh, this time, not because of the team's performance or anything, but that's just because the way it's what's happened. But he's in a scenario where the team is good, not great. They're okay. You know, things are kind of level-headed. They're still in the mix. There's a lot of runway left in the season to kind of sort this out a little bit. All they have to do is hang around for a while. So it's a very different headspace for him and everyone else going into this scenario rather than the world, the building is on fire. Go ahead, Mason. Fine. Figure it out. Here, Here's a bucket. Go put out the fire at New Mosaic Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew Mason Fine, Trevor Harris, whoever was going to be behind center. This is probably their toughest stretch of the season. Yeah. Like, by far. Yeah. You, you, you're playing BC. I'm just flipping through the schedule right now. You got it's BC one of the... and Toronto coming up. And not, yeah. not only that, they got BC in Vancouver this week, and then they play Toronto next week in Halifax. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have fun That's with that. That's a fun Go stretch. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, only a little bit of travel. Like, that might be the longest distance travel between two professional football games in history. Pretty close. Like, because you got, you got to think the team's probably going to BC, then straight out to Halifax. I would think, but I mean, who knows? Right, but I mean, it's 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 crazy, right? So you're you're at BC at Halifax playing Toronto, then you're at home against an Ottawa team that's still got some piss and vinegar at them. Then you're at Montreal, which is always a bit of a hellhole to play, and then you play take on BC again, then a bye week in Winnipeg twice. Like, no matter who was under center, just keeping your head above water mm-hmm. 
was going to be the key for this little stretch here. So I am going to be interested to see um, what Mason Fine brings. Uh, I do notice that, you know, veteran Antonio Pipkin, not saying that he would have been the answer, but there's a veteran guy off the board. Now, okay, just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. I have no prior knowledge. I am not an insider. I do not pretend to be one. I do not pretend to play one on TV. You and I, I can safely say, I don't think there's an NFL team giving McLeod Bethel Thompson a shot. No. Guy's 35. Like, they, I know that's when he not got Not as a player, this. anyway. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You're you're right. Um, yep. There's no NFL team that's going to go to a 35-year-old guy and say, do you want to be our practice roster quarterback? Like, that's just not going to happen. So, McLeod Bethel Thompson coming out and saying, well, I, I got released not to go back to the CFL, but to go to the NFL. Like, bro, sorry, it's not happening. Like, let's, let's be real here. Um... <laughs> If you're the Riders, and you now have Trevor Harris on the nine game, just saying, there's a bye week before Labor Day. Do you not go to a guy like McLeod Bethel Thompson that appreciates what the CFL is, and basically back up the money truck and say, here's a here's here's the same that we're gonna that we're gonna pay Trevor Harris on the books that's six hundred grand or whatever for half a season. Here's $300,000 for half a season. Can you come save us starting at Labor Day? Like, is there any, is there any chance? Like, I just, I feel like I know McLeod Bethel Thompson has said, if I'm coming back, it's only Toronto, but Chad Kelly has proven that that's his team now. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I don't know, 300 grand. If I'm McLeod Bethel Thompson, just finished another, just finished leading the USFL and passing. You know, I, I feel like he's a guy that's been in Canada long enough to appreciate what the opportunity would be to play for Saskatchewan. And let's face it, they could offer him $300,000 for half a season. They could. And I, I mean, and I'm sure, I mean, they still, have, they still do have Jake Delagala on the roster. So, I mean, they already have three quarterbacks. Right. Um. So there's that. But, I mean, I, I would imagine there may be a conversation, I'm sure, Ottawa has had a conversation. I'm sure Hamilton even had a conversation. Right. Um, but I, I just I just feel like from, and this again is just pure speculation on my behalf, but it seems like McLeod Bethel Thompson is the kind of guy that gets what the CFL is about. But he's also, I don't even, like it would have to be, there would have to be something different in a forum. Like he's a different cat. He's not, he is like the rare professional athlete that can say, I am not in this for the money. So I, I right. don't think if you say here's 300 grand for half a season, that's necess- not necessarily going to be enough of a factor for him to decide if he wants to go. Right. Okay. He's, he's spent a number of years in Canada. Um, he's got a wife who makes a killing working for Marvel, though I guess with the strikes right now, who knows what's going on with that. that there um, we go. But, you know, he literally only went to the USFL because he could go play in, you know, the hub that he was in down there, like an hour from where his wife lives and works with their family. Right. So that's yeah. was that's the only reason he went down there. Like that was the motivation. Realistically, he can talk about the NFL he wants. We know what it was, and that's fine. I have absolutely well, no begrudge. Well, I do not begrudge him for that at all, and congratulate him for making that decision. Well, that's it to have the ability to make that yeah. decision. But I'm I'm just thinking because he seems like a guy that respects what the CFL is about. Mm-hmm. That he would look at okay, I can play in Regina, and I get it. It doesn't have the same mystique that it used to, but. You can't like a guy like McLeod Bethel Thompson that that appreciates the history of the CFL, the CFL for what it is, and like you said, doesn't have to play for money. You have a chance to come in and be the savior of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on a pretty decent little team. I don't know. I just that maybe that wets his whistle. 
maybe I I I would just be shocked if we saw him here at all in Canada. Again. I would I would also I would also be shocked, but I'm just I'm just throwing it out there because unlike other years, you don't have a Vernon Adams Jr. that's that's kicking around, right? No. Um, Dane Evans is comfortably as the backup in BC, and if you're BC, you are not getting rid of Dane Evans. Not in the division, especially no. No, especially not, right? So then, so then, basically, you're looking at another young guy, and it's it's hard to say that any young quarterback in the CFL is any better than Jake Dolagala or Mason Fine right now. There's just nobody. I, I, I there's mean, nobody, if, there's if no be, Michael Bishop. No, there isn't. I mean, if he was actually available, I would I would make a call on Trey Ford. Because I, oh, I right, don't understand yeah. what's going on there at Edmonton. Chris Jones saying he's got to play better. I'm like, with what? Where? <laughs> he gets like three snaps a week at practice probably. How's he supposed to play better to earn his shot to play? But anyway. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Chris Jones is just going after his girl. But I shouldn't say that because then I'll have more anonymous accounts come after me on Twitter. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think the riders are quite at the spot right now where they're necessarily looking. Because they, they have the opportunity now. Like, this is it. This is put up or shut up for Mason Fine. Like, last year, you can push aside what happened at the end of last year as just part of the tire fire. Yeah. Okay, he was bad, but he was put in an impossible situation where you could not have expected him to perform at his best. Right. He looked, I admit, he was. I was shocked at how good he looked in the preseason. Because yeah. you and I both talked about how, you know, he and he, I think the coaching staff kind of thought of it the same way because he played the fourth quarters of those games, and that's generally... You know, the guys on the fence are playing at that point. Yeah. And he ends up being the backup because he looked that dang good because we all thought it was Jake Dalagala's job to lose. Shea Patterson probably ends up on the practice roster in some way or form. Mason Fine was still around as, you know, sort of the bar to beat. And I don't think not only did neither guy, other guy not beat that bar, Mason Fine raised his own bar in the process. Yes. And I don't think anyone really saw that coming. And it'll be interesting to see how he plays through this. And I, I don't expect him to light the world on fire, but he doesn't necessarily have to. I think sort of the, you know, the elephant in the room a little bit is okay. Trevor Harris has put up some okay numbers at times, but I don't think he's been that great so far. And it's just the bar going back to bars. It's just the bar with Cody by the end of last season was very low. Yeah. It was just, don't throw bad interceptions and don't get sacked 102 times. Mm -hmm. Right. No, No, you're, you're right. I wish, I wish the league's piece of shit website actually had player stats up there. I didn't have to look up individually. I'd be glad to tell you what Trevor Harris's numbers look like, but we can't do that because the league's an absolute. He's joke over there. like twelve hundred yards on the season. I saw the graphic on the Three Down Nation Instagram earlier today. Um, so I mean, like the numbers are all kind of there, but I haven't exactly been super wowed by the guy of like a five hundred thousand dollar quarterback just yet. That mm. doesn't say it wasn't going to come, but it's also to say that they could realistically get sort of the same level play out of the guys they got potentially. And we know they are capable of winning football games with that level of play. And you're bang on there. You're absolutely bang on. Harris has been good. Harris hasn't made mistakes. And he's proven that this team can win and be competitive with a quarterback, just not making mistakes. So it's almost, it's almost like the Trent Dilfer Baltimore Ravens. Right, that you just have a guy that's just there to basically not screw this up, throw a few times, and and I'd be interested now too. Do we start to see a little bit more of a mix to protect Mason Fine a bit? Do we start to see a little bit more of that Shea Patterson design run stuff? I would hope so because I mean, it looked decent in preseason, and they haven't really, they haven't really done what I thought they'd do with it during the regular season yet. Well, and 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 let's face it too. I mean, you're holding your cards close to your chest this early in the CFL season. Yeah. 
Right. But I mean, like, they already like, had him throw a couple of times already when he could have just gone out there and ran. Right. But I mean, and maybe that's the old, they're playing the long game, chess before checkers, right? Like, let him go out and throw a few times and then bring out some that designed, you know, Chris Strevler, Dakota Prukop run package. Because if you have a quarterback that complements that, I think that really works and takes some of the pressure off of, uh, you know, of your starting quarterback, especially if he's a young guy like Mason Fine. So um, I hope Mason Fine is good. I mean, he's, let's face it, the realistic expectation, though, mm-hmm. even with Trevor Harris, you're probably 0-2 the next two weeks. Yeah. I mean, e- even even with the ghost of Darian Durant, you're probably 0-2 the next two weeks, right? So Yeah, like, I mean, I... <laughs> I'm, you never... lean, I'm leaning towards them beating BC just because they're due for one of those gobsmackingly dumb wins that they don't deserve. <laughs> and in BC would be the perfect, yeah. the perfect. But, uh, no matter what, the week after going from BC to Atlantic Canada to play a very good Argos team, I yeah, even that one would be a bridge too far for me to think about them potentially. Even though that you, you do have to think that'll be a very pro rider crowd. Yes, yes, which always none, helps. none of that really matters. But yeah, like I mean, there that's just that's that's one hell of a trip especially if they're going from here to vancouver to here back out to there like that's that's a lot in a very short period of time well and two you need to so i think that's it i think that uh, you never want to come out and say going oh and two is okay this will be a very much process over results couple of kind of weeks no and 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 as it should be and and let's face it it's already shaking down like it's going to be you and calgary for third in the west Mm mm-hmm and Calgary doesn't have a cake. I mean, they've got Ottawa, who, again, looks like they have a pulse. We've got Montreal, who looks like they have a pulse. And then they take on Toronto, right? So it's not like Calgary's got Edmonton twice here. So no, you know? I mean, and like I think the you know another thing that would maybe be talked about more had Trevor Harris not got hurt in that game was the fact that the Riders made Jake Mayer look pretty good by the fact that until really the fourth quarter, they basically got no pressure on him. Yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot of so. if, if you go back and watch the touchdowns, this is one of the things that again I don't pretend. Like I, to... I like I believe Jake Mayer had like 200 yards at the half, and then by the end of the third quarter, he had like 218. So I mean, yeah, it's, they it's really not, like, it's not like it's not like Calgary was that superbly better. Um, yes, I know the Mario Alfred touchdowns kept them in it, but that's kind of the way it goes sometimes. Like I, right. I still see two very even football teams. I don't see one that's particularly that much better than the other. So. Calgary and then should in theory have sort of the same troubles over the same number of weeks versus similar talent as the right. right. And they don't have a game breaker like Mary Alford. Cause I, I get, you can't cut, count on two punt return touchdowns every game, but like no. the guy's an electric factory. Mm-hmm. Like the guy is like, he touches the ball and you get out of your seat. Yeah. I mean, the guy has been here like basically a calendar year and already has the team record for a kick return touchdowns in her career. <laughs> that's just insane like 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 is that one of the best trades in cfl history gotta be like it's wow be. Like, and, I just... I, I, and i think this is gonna be another conversation we're gonna have to have at one point yes um because it was discussed on the post game show when i was driving home after the fact um the the, the cqm post yes so just the, sorry the green zone yes um yes and that's it was from one of the callers who called in to talk about it because you know and like I very much was in the boat in the offseason that when Jeremy O'Day decided to keep Craig Dickinson that they would be going up or down in this boat together. Yes. I'm not feeling that way quite so much anymore. Like, well, I, I think Jeremy O'Day did a lot of work in the off. Like, he tried to rebuild the offensive line. He brought in new receivers. He tried to do different things. And if it doesn't work out, I feel it's not so much him as it is just the coaching staff at this point. Coaching staff and the injury bug. Well, yeah. 
Like he couldn't, I mean, he, he, he couldn't plan for like four of the five starting offensive linemen or whatever it is to get hurt Yeah, when he signed and, all the guys he did. Which is funny, though, because like their their offensive line, even with four of those five guys hurt, still looks better than last year. Uh, not last week. <laughs> not I last watched, week. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I watched it over one of those fiver shots of the Hascap Gin on fast forward, so I wasn't really watching that closely as I normally would when I reviewed last week's game. Yeah, I think Calgary had like seven sacks or something, so. Yeah, that's 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 no bueno. I wish I had those stats easily available to me, but uh, nope. Here, here we are. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.